Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. Uh... I'll do it. Okay. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. That's your fake voice. You told me I'm, I... I you, you don't even know what I'm about to say. You told me I I'm need about super... to say something that, that fits perfectly with my fake voice. Okay, so shut up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. God. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister. A weekly discussion salon between myself, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe. A conversation that you can eavesdrop on where we cover such topics as pop culture, dating, embarrassing childhood incidents... Pets, family, love, romance, and so on. Thank you all so much for joining us. Do not like that? You look really shocked. I was like, wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be very zen now. Okay. I was just listening to a podcast by Otega Uagba called In Good Company, where she interviews, what did she call them today? Crucial voices in the cultural sphere or something. Hmm. And one of them was Pandora Sykes. And I was just like, I don't think she's a crucial voice in the cultural sphere, but that might be just me being a bitch because I got so sick of the high-low after like Each 12 their own. Episodes. I mean, she probably thinks she's a cult. She probably considers herself to be a critical Do you consider yourself sphere? to be a critical, critical, <laughs> critical <laughs> cultural voice? I consider myself to be rather spherical, certainly, after this past year. But I don't know how critical I would find myself. You said a critical cultural sphere. Critical, critical in the cultural, cultural sphere. voice. In the cultural sphere. Oh, okay. You consider yourself to be a cultural sphere. That's correct. <laughs> Today, speaking of salons, we decided to talk about the compromises one must make when cohabiting in terms of decor. But actually, you know what? Before we start, is this a compromise you need to make with a housemate or is it only if the person 
if you're going out with the person. You know what I mean? I think it's only when, if you're going out with or yeah, I think it's only if you're if you're actually sh- like combining the household. Because if you're a housemate, you're also thinking this is temporary and I have my bedroom and you have your bedroom. Yeah, but you have shared spaces. Yes, but in that you kind of are never super happy with it and you I think resign yourself to this is this is life, right? Yeah, I have to put up with that person's painting yeah. that I don't like. Whereas the minute you're like actually living with them as in this is forever, you're thinking, how can I erase all of their taste from this space? Or, or I mean, that's a bit mean. Or like, how can I just push their space into the basement? Well, Don's space is in the basement and everywhere else. Don's, yeah, I was about to say Don's space has like is like Alex Mack. Do you remember that show? No. Where she used to be able to turn into liquid and go under doors. That's what's happening in Don's space. <laughs> <laughs> Turning into liquid and coming upstairs and going under doors. Well, in fairness to Don, it's actually his house too, right? And I'd say most of the things we have, we're pretty good about. Like we like very well. Or as, as he told me recently, I was like, oh, do you like this piece of art? Do you like this painting that I was about to buy? I do do a lot of my art purchases on Etsy and eBay. And what's that other one? Oh, um, everything but the house. Everything but the house. EBTH, which I think is a good one because not that many people know about it until now. Although it's expensive for the shipping, right? They also they have a lot of Instagram followers. I'd say a lot of people know about it. Well, I think not as many as know about Etsy and eBay, right? Oh yeah, fair, fair, yeah. So I buy a lot of stuff from them, and I thought that Don and I were very in sync in our in my in my taste. And recently, I was like, "Do you like this painting?" And thinking of buying, he's like, "Listen, the paintings are yours. That's your thing. That's your hobby." And I was like, "My my hobby," but. It also made me kind of go, oh, that's how he views it. So he thinks I'm taking over all the spaces in the house. Therefore, he is then entitled to, I mean, it struck me as he is entitled to other spaces in the house. But like, for example, this room that we're currently sitting in, which started out as a shared office, has since... Did it? I thought it was always Don's, Don's studio space, like Don's office space. I said, this should be your office, your studio space. Don said, absolutely not. This is a shared space. This is a spared... We, we should both have our office when you work from home, etc., etc. And he put a desk in here, which if you look around, is no longer here, right? The uh-huh. desk over time was removed... Don's stuff filled up the room. Next thing you know, there were guitars all over the wall and Star Wars guns, replica guns created by Don up on the top shelf. So anyway, I was wondering how you and your new house were dealing with this conundrum because I know there were a couple of things maybe in the other house, in, in Brandon's own, like because the other house belonged just to Brandon. So it was entirely decorated by him. And in this new house, it has the female touch, your female touch. Does it feel more feminine? What does that even mean? So, well, when I moved in with Brandon, I did come with, I think, like a thousand dollars that we'd just blown in Ikea. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That like you and I went to Ikea, we're like, we'll, need the, we'll get these cushions and we'll get this and we'll get that. And it was so funny because when I first moved in, I remember Brandon being like, why do we need so many, well, he didn't call them cushions, he called them the throw pillows. Why do we need so many throw pillows? Why do we need so many blankets? Bless. Yeah. And now he loves them. And you'll see him now like piling cushions in under his back and then lying down the couch. I'm like, this, this luxurious living you weren't used to before. That's the feminine touch is like making it comfortable where he's you know what he's obsessed with but like is it practical and I'm like things can be beautiful and practical whereas he's just like is it comfy like why don't we buy that vomit colored recliner it looks really comfortable because it's vomit colored like no way you know what I mean so that's the compromise practicality with cuteness yeah but then that feels so gendered but like I think it's actually that he just doesn't think fully intelligently about things because I'm thinking about practicality and cuteness and he's only thinking about practicality. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm like, you also have to live in and look at this space. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, no, no, I know. But like, I've been thinking about, like, sometimes I go, oh, he's so practical and I'm so like visual. And then I'm like, actually, I'm not. I'm just sensible because I want things that are beautiful and functional. 
whereas he just doesn't care about the beauty. But like he has eyes and he's going to have to look at things. So I don't know why he doesn't care. Sometimes I do think they're like I have a, a plethora of throw pillows myself. And sometimes I do think like, well, A, the other day I piled them all up into a black garbage bag, not so that I could put them in the bin, but so I could put them down in the basement because all the kids do is throw them on the floor. Oh, yeah. So I took them all off and then I was like, wow, the house looks so pristine. Oh, minimal. Kind of, yeah, minimalist-ish. I mean, ish, like, yeah, by, no, you know, no. I mean, it's a relative term. So, I mean, and I think that Don would like not miss a throw pillow on any day. I mean, he did actually complain the other day. And I mean, I don't even have a proper American bed where they have, you know, they have their... Oh, yeah. Their, they have the, their king pillows yes. and their regular pillows mm-hmm. and their two throw pillows. Yes, all lined up. And I mean, this is a really normal thing because I had a conversation about like, I said something about these pillowcases are really uncomfortable because <laughs> I'm an idiot, right? I'm Irish. And they were all like, you don't sleep on those pillows. Those pillows are for show. Oh, yeah. The ones that come with the quilts. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- shams. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean you don't sleep in them? What are they for? And they were like, I put them on the chair beside my bed every night. And I was like, and then you put them back the next day. Like, I'd watch my job. I have enough to be doing with that. But also, I rarely make my bed. But like, who are they for? Who's, the, who's admiring them? If you don't sit on them ever, what's... You're, admi- you're walking into your room and you're going, I'm so chic and grown up. But like, what's the point of them? Somebody needs to tell me what's the point of them. Please, anybody. act Because nobody could tell me what the point of them was. They just were like accepting this is what a bed is. Well, I think it's the same point as like, what's the point of a beautiful painting on the wall? Like, it's nice to look at. I think people just like to look at this pristine bedscape. Do you know what I mean? It's just a visual thing. Yeah, I could see what you mean. I just think it's more that like I don't have to make a painting on the wall. The painting on the wall, like these things, that's oh, not practical, you right? You don't have to pick the painting up every morning and put it back on the wall exactly. and take it down off the wall. Exactly. And then, so like okay. when you talk about being practical, they're highly impractical to me. So actually, yes, I'm very practical. I'm like, I don't need anything else that is any more tidying or sorting. I want stuff that just goes there and stays there. I mean, but like throw pillows and blankets, no matter where you put them, they involve tidying and sorting. But at least... They're comfy and you, you, you know, you sit down to watch TV and you're like, I'll put a blanket on my lap. You know what I mean? Actually, now that I'm, I'm sitting here with two throw pillows and a blanket underneath me, and, but I am thinking after this, maybe I'm going to go around and make, do the rounds and put them all away. I want my children just to live in like Spartan boxes because there's so much crap that, I mean, that they're messing up all the time. You need to get your children like the Von Trapps. Lining up. No, lining up in the morning to say good morning, lining up as you go to work, lining up when you come home from work. That would be hilarious. Well, anyway, so back to the compromise. So how do you compromise? How do you decide like who gets to own what space or who gets? So for example, we see you you inherited a lot of the stuff. All those sludge colored sofas (laughs) are now masqueraded (laughs) by your blankies. Yeah, they're totally, well, not totally. They're too big to be camouflaged entirely by the blankets. But yeah, we do have, I I don't think I like a single sofa in our house. Well, no, I do like the one sofa that I have in our bedroom that I bought a Facebook Facebook marketplace. But it's not very comfortable. No. It's not as comfortable. But No, it's true. But in fairness, you have four comfy sofas. You don't need another one. Um, <laughs> so, comfy sofas. so our sofas are all very, well, no, that one down the end, but we inherited that from the house, which I love, but it's not as comfortable. It's very low back. Oh, the blue one. to the floor, yeah. Our our mid-century one is very low backed as well. I mean, I'd like to get actually, like, because our, sof- our sofas are really comfy. I just hate the colours of them, so I'd love to get them reupholstered. But then I'm like, for the price that it'll cost me to get these cheap sofas reupholstered, we just, just buy new. No, like, no. Buy- Sustainability, Rosemary. Oh, I know. Sustainability, the that. environment. Um. Like, how do you compromise? It is really hard, right? Because so, so for example, when I moved in with Brandon in his front room, he had, I never counted them, but there must have been at least 18 prints by this artist that he loves, whose name I can't remember. But he like, he does these very, like, I quite like some of them. And then I don't, lo- well, I just don't love them all together. But I think he, what you're saying is you can admire, you can accept, you can appreciate their artistic integrity, but you don't necessarily want them on your wall. 
I wouldn't mind some of them on my wall. I also hated the frames. So there was oh, a the problem with like, like Brandon bought the frames in Hobby Lobby because they were cheap. And then he got like colored paper to put as the mounts, basically. So they each had a difference that was like pink and purple and blue. You know what I mean? It was all just very ill thought out, I thought. So I'd like to get some of them reframed quite nicely and like, because they don't need any more color because they are these really colorful graphic, like some of them are like, like a dinosaur with the head of a cow and like a horse with the head of a cat and they sound weird and they are kind of weird, but they're also quite interesting. So we have been talking now since we moved into our new house that I think we're going to put three of them each in the boys' rooms and we asked them which ones they liked and which ones they'd like in their rooms. And they were like, much to Brandon's horror, poo-pooing a lot of them, but then they did choose some that they liked and that we're going to put in their rooms and we're going to get, so they're going to get the Hobby Lobby ones for the moment because I'm not spending a fortune on reframing, but we are going to get some of them reframed and put them downstairs as well. Okay, so you're a very good compromiser, right? Obviously, and I'm thinking Ish. now, um, there are a couple of my things that Don absolutely hates, right? For example, he absolutely hates when I was in Turkey with Julie. We had a great trip to one of the local markets and I bought these, we bought these kind of metal fabric puppets, which are amazing, right? Metal fabric puppets? Yeah, they're hanging out in the hall. You okay, recognize we'll have, them? We'll have to, oh, they're creepy. One, oh. Well, Don thinks they're incredibly creepy, right? And disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love them. They're brilliant. They remind me of like the opening credits to like a horror TV series where there are just creepy puppets. Yeah, they're creepy. But you know what? Now I'm putting two or two together because you know what Don's ultimate nightmare movie? Like Don loves horror movies. Do you know what his ultimate nightmare movie is? Uh, Punch and Judy. The Dark Crystal. He still can't oh. watch that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was talking to, to a woman yesterday uh, when we were at the... So I was at this thing for Artlink and she's also on the board. And she was telling me she used to date a guy who used to work as a model maker and he had one of the heads of the Skeksis in his hall up on the wall. And she oh said her brother came over to the house one day and nearly had a heart attack because he's so terrified of the Skeksis <laughs> from the Dark Crystal. He was like, why do you have that yeah. on your wall? Well, I actually love the Dark Crystal. I'd love to be a model maker. That was one, of, know, the, that was so one of the cool. careers I actually thought would be amazing. Did you watch the making of the Dark Crystal on Netflix? It was so interesting. The making of the series. I like, did not, but I will. It was really, really good. Anyway, so those puppets. So, but rather like, I think here's the difference. You're saying to Brandon, okay, don't love the frames. Don't love that. Here, what's a compromise? Don hates these puppets. Has none of these conversations for me. One day I go, where are those puppets, right? I kind of don't think that much of it. I just go, wasn't there a puppet hanging here? I think no more of it. Were they in a plastic bag with a cereal about bowl six and months, Well, about six months later, yeah, I find them in a bag in the kids' drawers, like totally hidden. Uh, and then when I go, what's this doing in here? He has the audacity to go, don't know. Those puppets are your teddy bear jeans. Don was doing to you what I did to yes, him. You're right, his teddy bear you're jeans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ignoring the actual issue and just hiding them thinking like, he was doing me a favour like he's he doing himself a favour he also wasn't because the thing is right if he had if he was truly brave he would have put them in the bin and <gasps> hoped and hoped upon hope that you would never ever th that you wouldn't see them before the bins were collected basically and that then you'd just be like where are they? I don't know where they where they ever go you'd spend the rest of your life like mom in that city west restaurant voucher oh where did that go God. I've no idea like you know I'm sure they'll turn up someday they would never have turned up you would never have thought that Don would have put them I in the I would bin. absolutely have suspected Don <laughs> I absolutely would have been convinced until my dying last gasp of a breath that he I, when I would hold it against him over years my grudge would grow increasingly <laughs> Powerful and nasty. I'm imagining your grudge taking form and turning into one of those puppets and manifesting. Dead right. Dead right. I probably would have just made one just out of sheer badness. I would remade one and hung it there, like just have it materialize in his sleep. So anyway, the other thing, I think I'm very patient because I remember when we lived in New York at one point, Don was like super into um, 
Lego. I mean, he loves Lego, right? Uh-huh. He's super into Lego. And his whole thing was like when he was growing up, he only ever had like one pathetic Lego set, as did we, the airport. But for some reason, this then to him in as an adult meant like he should really indulge this kind of... Um, I think Brandon has similar thoughts to this. Yeah, this sort yeah. of like sense of injustice, you know, yeah. or like miscarriage of justice that he just never got to express his Lego ability. Brandon thinks we're saving up to buy him the $800 Millennium Falcon. That's tell adorable. You we are not. That's adorable. Well, he can keep thinking that. And mm. so anyway, Dan bought... What's that one? The Death Star? Yeah, the Death Star. And then a couple of other things. And then at one point, all these shelves arrived from Amazon. And Don's like, I said, what are they for? He goes, oh, I was thinking we could put staggered shelves. He got all like, all, you know, staggered and kind of like stair stepping and all this kind of stuff for my Legos against that full wall. We did a full wall of Lego. And I was like, I mean, it kind of could be cool, but you know, like what would really happen? And maybe, so now I'm actually like, I'm actually boringly practical is what I've come, the conclusion I'm coming to in this entire conversation. You know what happened? Like three months later, I'd be like, that Lego's real dusty. Be driving me nuts. Dusty. It would get so dusty and it would just look crap. Because I mean, there's sort of this like, wow, that looks amazing and pristine in the Lego museum. But like then when you look at it every day, you're just like bored the, of it. Well, the only way to do it would be if he was going to craggle them all together. So going to glue them all together a la the Lego them. movie. He and probably then would. you could probably spray them down. But like a bit, I'd watch me job again. I mean, right? yeah. Like, do I really need a wall full of Lego to be air spraying, whatever it is, like air misting? <laughs> you know, that reminds me, a friend of mine's husband had an entire bedroom in their house dedicated to his Lego and he had like all the little Lego. Oh, my God, I can't remember what the Star Wars soldiers are called. What's wrong with my stormtroopers? Yes, that is the Lego movie, though. What? Isn't it? That is the Lego movie where like the kids not allowed to play with the dad's Lego sets. Oh, well, like this was way before they had kids, but he had the whole room and he had all the stormtroopers like lined up in formation and had the like the ships and then more stormtroopers. And then he had like, but everything was per- like everything looked like it had been assembled by a robot. I must actually ask her now because now they have two kids. So I'm like, surely that room is gone. But it could still be there. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> um, that's interesting, though. I bet you like it is interesting because I think the whole like purpose of lego is to be broken up and rebuilt and like is to use your imagination and yet people th- there's also the other part of it where like it's like a barbie house you know where you just want to play with but do they play yeah. with it or they just pose it i think he just posed it i don't know but like i always remember i was always really frustrated with our lego because i could never make the airplane and i, I and, and i remember seeing you make it a couple of times and then i would try and make it and like and i could never make it i'm pretty sure there were a couple of pieces missing as well so yeah, i'm pretty sure yeah, mine yeah. was and like i think as time went on accurate. there were more and more pieces missing and but like all i wanted was to assemble it as per the instructions if you know what i mean i do know what you mean i do know and what that you mean. frustrated me oh poor Rosie. i know it was so sad but i'm trying to think now like I remember when we were looking for a house, actually, Brandon was like, I'd love to get a house in the basement because then I could put my prints down there. And like, I tell you, that was a very enticing idea to me. It was like, great, put all your prints down there, put your like half built Lego Death Star down there, put your <laughs> horrible computer desk with the huge and <laughs> massive imposing screens down there. You can just stay down in the basement like the troll. OK, so basically your idea of how to decorate together is... Everything goes in one hidden room. He goes that in nobody exile. Visits. Yes, sounds like it. And then the rest of the house is yours. Good plan. No, but now, now we are having to compromise because we don't have that space. Oh, you know what I mean. Don't have. You have a garden. He could go out in the garden. He could build a shed. <laughs> the prince could all go out in the garden. Yeah. He he could build a men's shed for him in the neighborhood men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that I own that he hates. Like what? He hates my tiger lady rug. What? Yeah, my Joanne Hines. My Joanne Hines, where it's like. Is it the body of a tiger in the face of a lady? Or the, yeah, yes, the body of a tiger in the face of a lady. But that's a glorious... And you know what's great about that rug is that it brings together every colour in the room so yeah, successfully. I really like it. He finds it really creepy. And then I have a matching tiger lady pillow 
that he just keeps complaining about it not being comfortable. And I'm like, it's fucking beaded. It's not for you to put your, your head on. Okay, so now you are impractical. I get it. Yeah, but I'm also, that's just like, I don't have very many impractical. I have two impractical cushions, basically. But that like, one, is, is, it, is it beaded on both sides? Could you not just turn exactly, it around and, turn then it also, over. Yeah, and then also not look at the lady head? And also, he never sits on that couch. So Does he hate like, women? Is this what we're getting at? He just hates these motifs that have women in them. That's what you say to him next time. He could. And then the other thing he hates is I bought a deer head like made out of raffia, I think, or made out of... Rattan. Rattan, yeah. On, Why does I, he hate I that? On Target. He thinks it's creepy as well. I think it's because of the big empty eyes. You know what I mean? It has big holes where the eyes should be. I Maybe you should buy two creepy. gobstoppers, stick them in, see if he prefers that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just ball up some of his socks and lob them in and see what it looks like. Be cheaper. So the other thing that I was thinking, I just showed it to you there out in the hall is I came home the other day and my beautiful top of pianoscape, which had candles and beautiful wooden dice and dye and all this kind of stuff on the top of it had been, oh yeah, well actually I came in and I found all these things in a pile over on the other table in the hall. Surprised and I went, they weren't in a plastic bag in the board Well, exactly. Drawers. And I was like, what's going on here? And then I looked, I slowly, reluctantly moved my eyes, scanned over to the top of the piano and saw what can only be called Hobbit Fest on top of the piano, right? The entire <laughs> village of like, I don't know, Mordor. Hobbiton. Yeah, Hobbiton, exactly. All over the top of the piano. And Don looking delighted with himself, unboxing box after box of this. It's amazing. It's modular. It's amazing modular Hobbit homes. For, it's, and it actually is by a model maker, some model maker that he funded on Kickstarter allegedly uh, three years ago. I never expected to receive this stuff. I mean, again, I'm like, hmm, really? A bit sceptical of this whole story. That's actually very good. I'm going to start doing that when things arrive in the house. Well, oh, this is a Kickstarter I funded five years ago. Yeah, and I go, why'd you order the same thing twice? Oh, I don't know. I think they must have sent that to me accidentally. So he literally has like double the set. And then, so I did say, I said, why don't you put some of them on top of the piano? Because I was trying to be, you know, like it's his house too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Allegedly. So I go, why don't you put some of them on top of the piano? I didn't mean take every single thing off the piano and take over the entire, like turn the piano into, I don't even know what, like, can I go over there and play the piano now? Well, A, can I play the piano? Not really. But can I go over there now and play the piano? Excuse me, you can play, um, can't you play another suitcase from another hall? No. You can only sing that. Oh, no. You can only sing that. What's, <laughs> so what's your piano party piece? Uh, I don't have one. What can you play on the piano? Nothing really. I can play Coldplay in my place and I can play James Blunt. <laughs> I bought goodbye the piano. Goodbye, my lover. I, oh, goodbye, my lover. I bought very the piano. Sorry. I always cry when I start singing it as well. Are you joking? Did I disappoint you? I'll let you down. No, it's very sad. Oh, stop. Are you joking? I'm very emotional no. today. No. <laughs> Do you actually cry at that? Yes. Oh my God. It's a vision now. Rosemary's at the piano serenading herself, crying. crying. That's really, that's know, very artistic of you. I'm piano in my house and be bawling nonstop. That's amazing. Especially because those are the only two songs I can play. Um, oh, sorry. And Vanessa Carlton. Carlton? Vanessa Carlton. Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I stupidly bought some Nora Jones and Nora Jones music. I mean, I'm telling you, she's a pretty good pianist is all I have to say. Because I was like, I can't play any of this. <laughs> I mean, very slowly. Sorry, you know what I ambitiously bought myself one day? What? The piano music for Queen's Greatest Hits. Well, I also bought the piano music for The Piano. So, I mean, I just need, you know what, Rosemary? It's all practice. It's all practice. Honestly, like, you could be practicing until you died. Well, Rosemary, I was reading, like, it's 10% talent, 90% practice. So... I don't actually believe that at all. Natural oh, yeah. instinct. Anyway, on that note. On what note? On that note.
We should actually get you to the play. The piano. We should actually get you to play Goodbye My Lover. Oh my God, Sob no, I can't. I, I, actually, I actually do need the sheet music though. So I was lying when I said I could play it. I could play it with the sheet music. Oh, that's nice though. He probably can only play it with the sheet music. Do you follow James? Oh no, you're not on Twitter. He's very funny on Twitter. Is he? Yeah. Oh my God, he's very funny on Twitter. Oh. I would no, read I out some of his tweets, but I can't access Twitter in your house. I wouldn't have, have accused him of that. Wasn't he in the military? Wasn't he in like the army for years? Uh-huh. And then he became like a floppy fringed <laughs> lover boy musician. And then didn't he, did he marry that one, the model? And they broke up, right? And then she oh. went off and was like a humanitarian. Oh, I, you follow a lot of celebrity gossip that I wouldn't. Rosemary, this was back in the 90s. I was all over it. I was, it was at home. Not in, it was in the was 90s. The ni- okay, okay look it up. It was I in the 90s. absolutely look it up. In the 90s. In the 90s. It was not because it was when James I was dating Blunt. the fireman. In the 90s. No, it would probably been out about five years. That's when you heard no, about it. No, <laughs> weren't the you weren't the rude. You weren't the quickest on the uptake there. You're a late adopter, as they say. 1990 2004 Beatrice That's basically His the 90s. debut album was That's released in October of 2004 That's five years after the 90s That's basically the 90s He was still He was still a harbinger of the 90s You know what I'm looking at him now I probably would What? Yeah I think he's kind of hot Show me Show me right now <laughs> oh Looks a bit God. like Josh Brolin he there looks, doesn't he? Yeah just like him And he also looks a bit like Chris Martin Yeah and I would I'd fancy all of them Okay good Good he, to know he, You know I love a, a you know Rosemary, I love a vanilla milkshake Rosemary my love you're married you can't oh. look at men anymore or comment on them I can actually you never should be commenting on them it's a double standard yeah here we go <laughs> <laughs> I can because I live in America this is my starter marriage it's not Brandon's starter marriage does he know that this is Brandon's finisher marriage I'm going to finish him but then I'm going to start <laughs> again <laughs> but I'm trying to think like do you think oh, see, I don't think he cares that much I, I, was, I was trying to because I do worry sometimes that I'm being a bit mean or that I'm like, oh, like, like I really should, like, this is the wrong word, but I really should let Brandon have more say. No. Like, but I don't let no, him or not shouldn't. let him. But like, I'm like, does he ever think about that? Rosemary, oh, every piece of furniture in your house is Brandon's say because most of it came from him. So he has oh had, my God. he has 80% of the say in that house right now. So you've got to True. whittle it down to 50%. Then you can worry about being then mean. Then I can whittle it down to 30 and then, then I can worry when, about being That's mean. when you're being mean. But the other thing that I have to say is now, this is going to sound very callous of me. He has a lot of stuff in that house that like I would love to get rid of. But he has an excellent excuse because every time I go, mm, do we need to keep this? He's like, that was my grandmother's. Oh, yeah. His grandmother who died three years ago. And like, like just before we met. And when, like the first couple of things I was like, oh, like, of course. And then when it got to about five or six things, I was like, he has a lot of things. On. He, has he has a, a lot, lot of, things. of things from his grandmother. And like, also, I feel like he has an unfair distribution of things from his grandmother, which, which implies to me that the rest of his siblings didn't want it. Well, that's what I was, oh, I was about to say, maybe you should guilt him into giving some of it to his siblings. The other thing you could do is sit him down in front of Marie Kondo, because that actually absolutely brainwashed you into becoming a major perjurer. Yeah, but not the show, just the book, and I don't think you'd read it. Well, make him watch the show. No, no, but I'm saying the show didn't make me want to oh. be a major perjurer, just made me like... What about that house edit show? That doesn't make you want to be a purger at all. That makes you want to be a collector, but that makes you want to collect everything in Perspex boxes. Hold on, what are we going to do? You don't have the bigger problem. I have the bigger problem. I'm the one with Hobbiton on top of the piano. <laughs> you do have the bigger You, well, you also have a lot more stuff, but that's because your house is bigger as well. Well, I mean, also, could we not have so much stuff? Let's purge some stuff. How do we get Don into purging? He keeps promising that he's not going to buy another guitar before he gets rid of another guitar, and yet guitars keep showing up. Um, but, like, maybe we start with looking in, looking in the mirror. Could you purge some things? I purged two full bags of clothes and I think he threw one of them in the bin. I put oh, two I, I put two that. big bags of clothes in ready for good willies and I'm pretty sure he threw them in the bin. I have one in the boat of the car and I'm saving it. Maybe he put one in the kid's drawer. I did make him give away some of his clothes at that point. I was like, that shirt you last wore in like 2001. What about books? You could probably go through your books and get, 
Get rid of some books. Books. This is Philip McCabe all over again. I remember <laughs> I was I was in mom and dad's and mom was like, we really need to declutter. And what she actually means is your father needs to get rid of some stuff, right? So when you start suggesting that she declutter her stuff, you and mom are a lot alike. She starts going, excuse me, you mind your own business. So I, because <laughs> I was there one day and I was like, what about these Dick Clancy books that like nobody's going to read again? Yeah. I would not get rid of a, I've never heard that. I would not get rid of a book. But I mean, I could book. probably, I mean, I would, I keep thinking I should get rid of books and when I pull them out then I don't remember having read them so I'm like, I could read them again. No, I'm only joking. I do have That's some books for you though. You. I do have some books for you though. Well, what could, look at that shelf there now. What could you get rid of? They're all done, so nothing. You could Happily probably get, get rid, rid of the Missoni family cookbook. Have you ever cooked I just that? got that as a Did Christmas you? present. It's nice though. Yes, it's very nice and very um, trendy and I, no, I haven't but I've coveted some of it. You know what you could do a la Don? You could what? take like once a week I hope it doesn't listen this far now once a week you could take one book from the shelf and just hide it in a drawer somewhere oh. and then after a year if he hasn't noticed you throw them out it's only 52 books in fairness but yes it oh, might take me a listen, while that's more than nothing Little Fires Everywhere you're never going to read that again why not I've never read it yet oh have you not no you gave it to me oh did I yeah was it any good should I read it grand. Yeah. just give it away then no 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 read it but then like but like, it away should afterwards. I read it is it going to enrich my life no but it's entertaining not everything has to enrich your life mm. you're such a bore now it's going to enrich my life. Is is it Margaret Heffernan? If not, I don't want to read it. <laughs> I still have a Margaret okay. Heffernan book I haven't read. What else? Okay, there's a book there called John Dies at the End. That's Don's. Oh, wait. That seems predictable. You can Maybe throw that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Big Short. Seen the movie. Uh, do you know what? I've got four. I've got four shelves of kids' books. I'll just get rid of whatever they're too old for. And give them to me. Oh yeah, perfect. Perfect. Because I actually have, I was actually thinking yesterday, I was like, all I have now is endless onesies for this baby. I've not, like, I've no clothes, I've no toys, sorry, I've no books, I've no toys, I've nothing. Oh yeah, perfect. Nothing I've, else. I'm going to give you loads of stuff. All right, Grant. Great. Okay, so what have we learned? Um, I have too much stuff and I need to do some purging. What it's actually we my problem, We clearly dance. don't really care about compromising with our partners. We wish they would just let us take over the decor 100%. Yeah, or so I wish Don would just put all of his stuff in his own room. This being his own room now, this, that was not meant to be his own yeah, room, yeah, but you, you resigned is, yourself to yes, the fact he that can have the office. room now. He, he also has the, the basement. He can have the office and the basement. He doesn't really have the basement. The basement, the actual... That's your office, isn't it? No, I mean like the basement basement. Oh, like, so like the basement the storage, storage basement, that isn't yeah. like... He put shelves up in there and everything to display his stuff, yeah. He yeah, can I have that. that. I let him keep it. <laughs> it's kind of like a like a musty cellar. He loves it. It's a man cave. A man cave. I'll put a chair down there for him and a cigar. You know what? There's so many houses we looked at when we were looking at houses that had man cave signs in their basements why don't women have women caves because that's the kitchen Beatrice kitchen <laughs> is the woman cave but like what about a woman cave like I would love to have a big comfy sofa a wine fridge right a cocktail shaker a TV a sign that says no kids a kettle call it my woman. oh a kettle yeah and call it my woman and probably cave. a little toilet cubicle no, I mean, I could, you could go to the toilet undisturbed. That's the problem. Because oh once God, you come out of your woman cave. Amazing. Okay, what else is in the woman cave? Really nice plush rug. Loads of throw pillows. <laughs> of throw pillows and blankets. Um, oh, a massage table and a masseuse who'd come in just whenever I want. Okay, now you're getting carried away. A massage chair, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A massage chair. Oh, some aromatherapy scents. Did say Wafting around the room. You said a kettle. Oh. Yeah, loads of candles. Yeah, candles. Maybe a nice oil diffuser. Oh, God, this is great. Things other people don't understand. Like things men don't this understand. This would basically. be. Absolutely, some lovely. Do I want art or do I just want like you know a calming, a calming color on the wall? I think you could do with a little bit of art. I think I think it'd be nice if you looked around the room and thought, "I'm so stylish." I'd love some really soft slippers as well. 
Oh, and also some biscuits, like nice European biscuits. Oh no, I don't want any biscuits. Thanks. Oh no, I want. I I found some nice European biscuits in Kroger. I'd like them. No thanks. I'd like a. I'd like an endless stash of roasted peanuts, uh, dry roasted peanuts, and salty salted peanuts. Be amazing. I would like an endless, endless stash of Gruyere. <laughs> Always taken out of the fridge thirty minutes before I decide to eat it. Oh, I'd love ready-made tuna and tapenade sandwiches just ready to be taken ready out of the made. fridge. No, ready-made tuna and tapenade Ready-made by my chef who's hanging okay. out with the masseuse. No, no. So basically <laughs> saying is you want a chef who will, yes. when you press a button, yes. make you. This is no longer a woman cave. It is a woman apartment. This is no longer a woman cave. This is a five-star hotel. <laughs> yes, <that's amazing. laughs> Where basically nobody can come in without oh God, you admitting I'd love them. a massive bath as well. So sorry, basically what you're saying is you just want to go to a, a five-star shower. hotel. Yes, please this, take this me. Is, this is like I want room me. service. I want a massage, like a hotel and spa. I want room service. Yes. I want a massage. Yes. I want a kettle in my room. Yeah. I want a bathroom. My kids can't get into. Yeah. This is all a hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to go. Can we go to a hotel, please? I'm, I thought we were going to a we hotel going in to May. To a hotel. Now we're not. We're not. We we're May's nearly over. Let's do it. May's nearly over. Let's we're not going it. to May. Let's do it. She's saying okay, that. Okay. So that's so that's the solution. Let everybody else have whatever they want in a hidden room in the basement, and then go and stay in a hotel. Well, you wouldn't need everyone to be in the basement if you're in a hotel. I do, because I, do whatever come, they want. I have to come back from the hotel at some point. Okay, you know what? That has to be ruined. No. Oh, yeah, okay. So they can all stay in the basement. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Get us on Instagram at Rosemary McCabe with an A on my Mac at Beatrice McCabe with an A on her Mac. Oh, my God, I thought you were drawing a picture of me. You've been writing lists this I'm whole writing time. lists of all the things you can put on um, the, the notes. In, the Instagram website after this, yeah. The Instagram website. Yeah. Yeah, the notes. Our, our joint Instagram is at notwithoutmysister and then our website's notwithoutmysis.com you can email us notwithoutmysis at gmail.com and thank you all so much for being here thanks for listening bye Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity sound and original music by Don Kirkland and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren the home of great Irish podcasts as is my podcast, Meet Your Maker. You'll find more great shows at thewarren.ie. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.